Hello everybody, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. This show is all about the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success, your success. Your self-awareness, pursuing your passion, creates your success. This show is guided by Socrates' famous saying, famous quote, that the unexamined life is not worth living. So, I hope that this show and this weekly show helps you examine your life and to make and to help you create a life that is worth living. I hope it's presently worth living and that your increasing self-awareness and passion will make it ever more exciting for you to live, ever more worthwhile for you to live. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. This is my brand. Red is the colour of passion. I'm the passion provocateur. That's why I wear my red jacket. I've had people come up to me years later, for those of you who haven't seen earlier episodes, and say, wow, I remember that red jacket. Well, it's my red jacket. Each week on this show, we explore one big idea that can change your life. One big idea. Each week... I'm going to explore, I'm going to give you an idea of a song, a book, a joke. I love jokes. I'm the chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy. I'm on the, I'm on the committee of the Australian Cartoon Museum. A, an inspiring quote, a health tip, some spiritual elements. This show contains spirituality in it. Spirituality is a crucial part of our humanity. And whatever other thoughts, whatever other thoughts occur to me. Generally, this show goes, you know, no more than 20, 25 minutes. I don't want it to take you too long. And if I can share with you one idea each week so that you get 52 life-changing ideas over the course of a year, oh, that's pretty good. And I reckon if you look after your health, we're designed to live to at least 120. So if you spend a year getting all this information, you can use it for the rest of your life. So I hope you do that. Anyway, so here we are, Easter time. Easter used to be a big, big issue, in our, a big, wonderful celebration in our family. It's been a particularly tough one for many people during lockdown. Uh, Julie and I have had a pretty busy week. Um, we have been exercising every day. It's wonderful to see all these people in the streets exercising and it has been really quite difficult to cope with the lack of family exposure. Um, during Easter, normally a time for families to come together. So that's been interesting, thinking about that, how that impacts on us, and that question of lockdowns is really forming the base of what this week's big idea is. But I hope your week has been... Okay, joyful. I hope you've been focusing on the benefits of this lockdown for the coronavirus challenges. Um, we went through last week's episode, if you haven't seen that, of the benefits 
and the drawbacks of every experience. There's a long list of benefits of this lockdown. There's a long list of benefits of being stuck in, you know, in confined spaces, not being able to do your normal way of living. And so when you look at those benefits, you know, it helped, it ch- changes your whole feeling around what your life is about in this moment. And it's this moment that you and I are living, right this moment. So I urge you to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet done so. Now, this show is not a politically correct show. I am, I reject the idea of political correctness. The definition of that we might talk about one other time, but you know what political correctness is. And that one idea, so that, that principle that governs this show is very relevant to the big idea that I'm going to share with you. Now, please subscribe. You can, this show is repeated both on YouTube and as a podcast. So both the podcast and the YouTube, YouTube, you can see me in action with my red jacket. On the podcast, you can only hear it. And so uh, please subscribe. Subscribers help. We can stay in touch with you and share this as widely as you think appropriate. So what is today's big idea? Today's big idea is that freedom is what makes you and me human. Without freedom, we are not much different to animals. When you think about that, animals do almost everything that we do, but they are not free. Why are they not free? Because they're governed by instinct. That's why for the last half million years, humans have progressed enormously. Animals are doing the same thing they were doing half a million years ago. Freedom. We have consciousness which enables us to think freely, to choose our thinking. And this whole issue of freedom has permeated my life. I've often thought, why is Why does freedom so permeate my life? I did a very, very intense three-day spiritual meditation program in a wonderful group called the Brahma Kamaris many years ago, in the late 1990s. And the question was asked, what would you give your life for? That's a question I ask you. What would you give your life for? And my two answers were, I would give my life to save any of my five children and I would give my life for freedom. I was very clear about that. Save my children and save freedom. That's why Australia went to war in the Second World War, to fight for freedom. And when you think about it, Do you want to be told for the rest of your life what to do? Do you want to live in a communist, socialist environment where you are told what to do? You will work here? You see, my thinking around this came from my parents, who were migrants, refugees in fact, from Hungary. They arrived in Australia in July 1949. They left Hungary to get away from communism. I have paid a great deal of attention to communism. 
They didn't want to leave their homeland. They, my mum and dad met in Austria in a refugee camp, and they arrive here in July 1949. And so many, like many Europeans, but particularly Hungarians, who came here in the 40s and after the Hungarian uprising in 1956, for freedom. That was a freedom fight to not have the burden of Russian communism stopping people from doing what they wanted to do. So this deep drive for freedom is, is part of who I am, and I say it's part of who you are as a human being. And human beings have fought for freedom. You know, our, our English, the basis of our Australian law and American law and English law is is English law and the great Magna Carta, which started to guarantee rights for human beings. Freedom, that we all matter. And so if you, the question for you is, are you giving away your freedom too easily? And my position on the coronavirus is it is a total disgrace that our newspapers are having very little contrary opinion to that of government, and this right around the world of differ, differing experts of this whole question of should we be giving away our freedom for, for this alleged danger? And I say, and I've looked at this very carefully, I've been involved in health since 1965, studying health. I say there is nowhere near enough contrary opinion and anybody who questions the government line is, is attacked mercilessly. And I reject that strategy. That is also the woke movement. That is also the politically correct movement. If you say something that is not politically correct, and these days uh, opposing a lockdown is not politically correct, then you get attacked. And the big idea here today is if you understand the value of, value of freedom and the importance of freedom in making you a human being, then you will face that criticism. You will tap into your spiritual resources to say, no, bugger you, freedom is important. My freedom is important. Don't give it away. Because when governments take it away, they won't give it back to you. We now have a police state in this, in Victoria where I live and in most states of Australia where police are running around like, like, like putting people under house arrest all in the name of saving lives. I see very little commentary. Fortunately, the Australian newspaper publishes some articles and these journalists who write such articles are then criticised. There is very little analysis of the cost of this lockdown. Everyone says, oh, little, you know, all lives must be saved. That is such a nonsensical idea. We cannot, we make constant value judgments that says this is what we can afford to do. This is what we can't afford to do. To say that destroying the lives of thousands of, of millions of people to save some people from coronavirus is a nonsense. I'm going on record and saying it's a nonsense and it's a disgrace that there's insufficient Contrary opinions being published. The mainstream media is spinning the government line. 
I reject that. That's what happens in communism. And where that leads to is this question of freedom, this question of freedom of speech. Each one of us is entitled to say what we truly believe. Now, you will see from this show, from future episodes, how my philosophy and my thinking is very much guided by Buckminster Fuller, a famous well, not no, quite not famous, but a brilliant genius of the 21st century who died in 1983, who was awarded 47 honorary doctorates. And he said, speak your truth, but he did say, be comprehensively informed. You see, not all opinions are of equal value. My nine-year-old daughter's opinion on how she should be raised is different to mine. Her, it's not equal, of equal value. She, she's entitled to her opinion, but it's not of equal value. And so you, I take, I t- spend a lot of time comprehend, wanting to comprehensively inform myself on matters that I share with you, on matters that I share with audiences, on matters that I share when I'm doing one-on-one coaching. I don't throw my ideas out just as I oh, just like a brain fart. No. I think about them before I share them. And so, and so the freedom of speech, communism takes hold. Its number one strategy is to stop freedom of speech. And we have been suffering from this in Australia and in the Western world for quite some years where anybody who doesn't toe the line is then criticized. Your awareness around this helps you push back against it. It also relates to the question of being offended. You say something and someone says, I'm offended. What's your response? What's your response? Be ready. Be ready when someone says, I'm offended. If someone says to me, I'm offended by what you say, I have seven potential responses that I have prepared. I might do an episode about that because the offence industry is alive and well. But in essence, if someone is offended by what I say, it's no big deal. Let them be offended. How do I know what's going to be offensive and what's not going to be offensive? And the fact that somebody, why should somebody being offended by what I say block my right of freedom of speech? Why should it block your right of freedom of speech? Be careful to not walk around on tiptoes because you don't want to offend anybody. Of course, you might lose some friends. You might lose some relatives. I've got got one of my friends who's lost a number of relatives because he refuses to censor his views. And they say, no, we don't want to hear those views. He says, well, I I want to say what my view is. So we have freedom of speech. That's preceded by freedom of thought because what you say, hopefully comes about by what you think. So I urge you to embrace this idea of, hey, I will let my mind think freely. I'm not going to censor my mind according to what other people say I should be thinking. In terms of freedom of action, freedom of movement, I say we are giving away our freedom in this country for a spurious lockdown, and I say it's spurious, and I say that based on the numbers, and I say that based on global medical experts that I have studied who have not been able to get access to the mainstream media, 
we are giving away our freedom of movement so easily. I urge you to think about, what do you actually think about that? Now, you might say, well, I trust the government experts. Well, I put to you that the experts that the government has advising them in Australia and in America, there's no unanimity amongst these experts. You can pick your experts to get the opinions that you want. And you say, well, every life matters. No, I've said that before. You cannot live your life. We cannot run a country where we are going to do everything to avoid all lives being or, or any life being lost. To, if that was so, if we say safety, saving human lives is the highest priority, our whole country would be run in a totally different way. It's a lie. That is not our number one priority. No, we hear it. It's also a lie that this question of locking down to save particularly elderly lives is a choice between Lives on the one hand and the economy on another. That's a lie. And so this is where the freedom of thought comes in. You see, because the economy is you and me. It is me doing this work for the Charles Covey Show. It is the coffee shop owner around the corner from you who spent five, six, ten years building that up. And now suddenly, what's going to happen to that? What is the cost? I have seen no cost analysis in the newspapers of... This lockdown, What's, we're not seeing that, we're seeing we're saving lives, but how many lives are we going to lose because of the lockdown? In America, since 1976, 43 individual studies have shown that each 1% increase in unemployment leads to 58,000 deaths. So a 5% increase in unemployment will lead to almost 300,000 deaths, far, far greater than deaths from coronavirus. Where is that analysis happening in the papers? Where are the numbers? And you will notice the modelling of the death. The modelling, the models keep changing. Expert, expert modellers. Different models have different numbers. Whose numbers are you going to rely upon? And we're putting millions of lives, I say millions of lives globally at risk because of the impact on lives, on careers, on businesses. And so, fight for freedom. Freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of movement. I don't want to live in a communist state. I don't want to live in a communist state like China. That's why so many Chinese have emigrated to Australia, to get away from that communism. Do you want that communism? I don't. That's a question for you to ponder. I'm committed to fighting for human freedom. I believe that Western governments consider that shutting our freedoms down for the good of all is a wonderful thing to do. I reject that proposition. I reject it. We have to keep fighting for it. I urge you to keep fighting for it. And in your own way, within your circle, as you do this, when you give yourself permission to be free, it will change your life. All right. That's today's big idea. Now, what's the song for today? Freddie Mercury's and Queen's I Want to Break Free. Go and play that song loudly. When you're feeling flat, play the song I Want to Break Free. 
My wish for you is that to the extent to which you are trapped by the imposition of others, sing this song loudly in your car like my darling wife Julie does when she's driving and singing aloud. Sing loud but keep your windows up so that other people can't hear you. My book of the week, my book of the week, and this ties into the theme of freedom, is Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week. Many of you will have it, I'm sure. Tim Ferriss, look him up, The Four Hour Work Week. Now, why is that relevant to freedom? Because as you learn to use your time wisely, you free up time. And you only have three sources of power, time, energy, money. You can replace energy, you can replace money, you can't replace time. So if you learn the techniques that Tim Ferriss talks in his book of how to become more effective, more productive using less time, you will free up your time. Now, my joke this week, my joke this week, door-to-door cosmetic salesman selling very expensive Cosmetics. By the way, I have a picture in my mind that there's going to become more and more door-to-door salesmen because the censorship of the internet may lead to the internet being shut down. Anyway, that's another topic we might talk about. Because there is limited freedom on the internet, on this YouTube channel, on most media to be able to say what you want to say. Anyway, door-to-door salesmen having a bad time getting no sales. They're too expensive. So I think, aha, I have to change. Next time he knocks on the door, he says, madam, I've got these wonderful cosmetics here, but the woman next door said, there's no way you could afford them. Suddenly his sales shot up. The psychology of sales, the psychology of sales. By the way, next, next episode, I might get some recorded recorded laughter music. Um, The message in that lovely joke that I sometimes share in my speeches is if something's not working, be willing to change. Think, freely think, tap into knowledge of psychology, become more informed and say, gosh, what? how could I say what I want to say in a different way to get a different response? That's the message from that joke. Today's quote is from Thomas Jefferson, one of the authors of the American Declaration of Independence, again, a freedom thought. He said this, he said, I would rather live in dangerous freedom than secure slavery. I would rather live in dangerous freedom than secure slavery. That is certainly my philosophy, my desire. I would rather take the risks of freedom than to be enslaved. My health tip for the day, drink more water. Our bodies are almost 80% H2O, water. Most people are dehydrated. One of the reasons why we eat too much is because we think we're hungry, but we're actually dehydrated. The feelings between, the different feelings between being dehydrated and hungry are very subtle. Drink a glass of water. I drink two litres of water a day. I learned this in 1965, that the more water you put in, the healthier you will be. Spiritual element, the spiritual element for this episode is to understand that freedom 
is a spiritual aspect to who we are. It's not just fighting for freedom. No, freedom is what makes us truly human. It is a spiritual element of our lives. All right, I think that just about does it. You know, we're getting close to our time. This show comes about from my desire. I want to inspire you. I want to provoke you to examine your life and to keep examining your life and to be willing to keep examining your life for the rest of your life so that you live a life that makes sense to you. Thank you for being with us. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Visit our two websites, charlescovest.com, where you can read about the self-awareness and passion quest. That's for an individual program. And then covest.com, which is all about Coves International and the corporate programs that I run. So two different websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. Sign up, become subscribers. You can also subscribe for our email newsletter blog, Passion Points to Ponder. Thank you for being with us. Lead a magnificent week in the next week, and I look forward to being with you in the next episode of the Charles Covest Show. Thank you. Thank you.